Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at Huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Bob Stauffer joining you in the 630 Chad Studios. It is indeed July 4th. Uh, one of the subtle protest songs ever written out there. Bruce Springsteen, Born in the U.S. That that album, by the way. And uh, I've got Brendan Ulrich and Dayton Abbott with, uh, sorry, Brendan Escott. And I was just meeting Brendan Ulrich downstairs. Brendan, don't be the least bit disappointed here. Brendan Escott and Dayton Abbott here. That song preceded the birth of both of you, but it really launched Bruce Springsteen into uh, superstardom. Uh, back in the mid-1980s. Uh, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. On today's show, first half hour, uh, we're going to talk uh, a bit about what's going on in the hockey world, or perhaps better yet, what doesn't happen in the hockey world as of July 3rd. Uh, we will hear from Jujar Kara, who was on last night's Inside Sports Edition with Reed Wilkins. 12.35, his final hit of the summer, though we're going to get him once in the studio. Uh, Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. At uh, just after 1 o'clock today, maybe around 1.15, Natalie Minkler from the Oilers Community Foundation to go into uh, just what tremendous Oilers fans the Edmonton Oilers organization has. They're damn lucky. And... Uh, 
over $4 million uh, gifted out from the Community Foundation, and that money comes from the fans. So uh, we'll talk to Natalie a bit about that. And Alex Chason signing a two-year contract extension. Finally going to have an opportunity to talk with him. Didn't get him on on July 1st. Here's how you can reach us. On the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. River Cree is now smoke-free in the main part of the casino. They now have a separate smoking area called Embers that's uh, newly launched, and they have the Romantics. Talking in your sleep. Wow. River Cree, August 9th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford is out in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, you can go down. And see the great Gretzky, Mike Gretzky at Heartland Ford, or see Griff Jarvis at Heartland RV. Tell them Oilers now sent you, uh, guys that are firmly committed to uh, contributing to their community out in Fort Saskatchewan. So, uh, we're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is here. Brendan, I want to bring you in quickly. Thank you very much for uh, pinch hitting yesterday. I was out at uh, the Kevin Carius Easter Seals Golf Tournament. Uh, Kevin's got, uh, he's been doing that a long time. I'd have to think it's got to be in double digit uh, numbers for sure now. I uh, did bump into Craig Simpson and uh, Louis DeBrusque and Ian Herbers, uh, uh, Mark Fistrick had a brief con- Trent Brown, Eskimo uh, safety. Uh, special thanks, uh, I should be noted, to the poor Oilers PR staff who got stuck golfing with arguably the worst golfer in Northern Alberta. That would be yours truly. So to, uh, to Andre and Sean and Kate, sorry. As for Abe, I'm not sorry because Abe's in. Abe's in. He's a big money guy, reeling it in. So, but it was. It, it's interesting. Just and, and I don't know if you know this, Brennan. It was out at the Belvedere Golf Course. Do you know where that is? I don't. It's a private course just off of. Uh, it's on Highway 21, just right by where the Highway 1421 overpass is. And in 1980, it was the place of my first job. Are there some trees planted in that area? Uh, that I, I was on the. I was that predated <laughs> tree planting by six years, so it was. Uh, it's the second. I think it's the second time now I've done Kevin's tournament out there, and uh, you know I love hosting the show. And part of the reason why we picked the date just was because it was an Oilers group that we were going to be with. But the other part was, as you found out yesterday, what happens on July third in the hockey world, Brendan? <laughs> Nothing. Not much. <laughs> Not Not much. much. <laughs> so this is this is just so I don't know. Like people, and some people won't like hearing this out there. This is kind of what like everyone's out of dodge, right? Like you, there's a buildup for a week, and they're pounding away. You know, we we did the draft in Vancouver. Boom, right into development camp. The whole time there's nonstop meetings with the hockey operations staff. And then you go out, you get your guys signed on July 1st, then July 2nd and 3rd rolls around and you got a bunch of guys out of Dodge. For the American general managers, the GMs of American teams, by the middle of July 3rd, they are flying out of town and there it is, right? Now, some guys work a couple more weeks. You're still on your phone, but the point is you're not putting in office time. You're not putting in FaceTime. Though I guess that's different because you can do FaceTime now on the phone. Who knew you could do that? Uh, But it is... uh, it is a very quiet time, and we're getting... How many people were texting you yesterday on the Heartland 4 text? Like, hey, are the orders going to be in on Ryan Zingle? Do you know what Ryan Zingle, uh, Zingle turned down? It's unbelievable. There were reports he turned down five years times $5 million with the Ottawa Senators. 
and then he stunk as he got uh, relegated in the lineup in Columbus. Five times five. And people are like, well, why don't the Oilers offer him a $2 million deal on a one-year term? I, I just don't see that happening. Uh, and he, the the compete level wasn't necessarily, like Derek Broussard's an interest, another guy out of Ottawa. Hmm. Sometimes when you play on teams, that, and what's happened in Ottawa is remarkable, given the fact they actually went further than the Oilers in 16-17. The Ottawa Senators have five players left from that team. Then went to the third round of the playoffs in 1617. Uh, so, to put things in perspective for the Oilers, you have McDavid, you have Dreisaitl, you have Nugent Hopkins, still have Lucic, Cassian. That's five forwards off the top of my head that I can name right now. Jujar uh, Kara, don't know how much he played. Uh, I'd have to look back, but he was around. Uh, and then on defense, obviously for the Oilers, D. Four of the six defense are still here. Four or five? Yeah, five of the six defense are still with the team. Clefbaum and Larson, Nurse and Russell, and then Benny. So they have like ten guys left off their team still that went Ottawa's down to like five players. And a couple of those guys are some of the better guys that are out there. Derek Broussard, what sort of deal is he going to get? I'm sure he's going to get a multi-term deal, but time will tell. People say, well, you know, why hasn't Michael Furland been signed from Carolina, scored 20 goals of the Flames a couple of years? I'm led to believe he's looking for a multi-year deal. What's happening right now for a lot of organizations is they're waiting the players out. So there's the initial surge on July 1st. I was stunned by the lack of signings on July 2nd, let alone July. I knew that nobody would be getting signed after 1 o'clock yesterday. But uh, very interesting times nonetheless. Um, have we got a decision yet on Kawhi? This is where I defer to you. What You've been working the trap lines all day here. What's what's going on? Okay, well, they had their meeting yesterday, and that right. was highly publicized because of the OJ-like um, helicopter footage flying through uh, the city of Toronto, which to me was just like completely overblown, overbearing, uh, but nothing official yet, and they said that it might not even be today. So we patiently wait. What do you think? He's got to be staying. And and even more reports leaking today, Bob, that he's bought property in Toronto. He's he's enrolled his kid in school in Toronto. It's I don't know why they're not announcing it right now, but it sounds like a done deal already. Yeah. Well, never say never. Crazier things have happened, you know. Sometimes the greatest player in the history of the game got sold back in 1988. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. We will get to a theme on today's show coming up a little bit later on. Off to our Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, who's been on board with us since back in September of this year. When safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Again, Reed Wilkins had Jujar Kara. Jujar Kara signing a two-year extension, a $1.2 million cap hit, 1.1 in the first year, 1.3 in the second. Kara had this to say in uh, signing the two-year deal at Edmonton. I'm happy with the two-year deal. It, it gives me the the opportunity kind of um you know show myself to a new brass and for for two more years and uh you know just prove myself and create some opportunities for myself so Kara hit double digit goals a couple years ago he scored only three last year he was in and out of the lineup due to injury and he had this to say on 2019-20 being a fresh start i think from the fan base to the players to the 
to whoever else that was involved. You know, I think uh, it was it was a year that we we didn't want to have, and unfortunately, that's what happened. And, uh, you know, there's you know, I look I look back on it, but at the same time, especially during the summer, just you know, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh uh, you know summer for to go in with a positive attitude and uh, you know change things for next year. And he added some additional thoughts. The orders, of course, have a new head coach, Dave Tippett. Here's Jujar Kara on his expectations. I just, I expect, uh, you know, I mean, the coaches we've had have been, have been great. But, you know, I mean, unfortunately, we just haven't been able to win. So, uh, you know, with Tippett, I, uh, I just think that there's going to be uh, just, you know, just a, a a winning attitude. I mean, that's that's what we need, and that's what uh, he's about. So, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those things where where guys are are held accountable, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to uh, you know show what I have and uh, be a part of the team. And uh, on expectations, so here's my text question for you. It's six thirty, six thirty on the Heartland Ford text line. So here it is: What's realistic? What is realistic for Jujar Kara? Can he be more than a fourth liner? Can he be a third line wing? Can he become a fourth line center? That would be good too. Realistically, what can he be? So I, I know this based on Twitter. Jujar Kerr is a very popular player at Edmonton. Okay, real popular player with the Oilers. Uh, he's got a lot of fans in the fans. So you tell me what you think is possible for Jujar moving forward. Because I I, I got to tell you. I think there's more there than we've seen. That's my own personal belief. There's one thing I like about him, and maybe it makes me an old-school guy. I think Jujar Kara doesn't mind dropping the flippers. Like, there's some guys like Brett Ritchie will fight, but I don't think Brett Ritchie likes fighting. I don't think Jujar Kara's got a problem going. I think he, he likes to get in a fight once in a while. Um but he was nicked up in and out of the lineup, and that certainly slowed down any continuous growth for him. So realistically, we slot him in as a fourth liner perhaps to start. Can he become a top nine forward? Can he become a third line winger? You tell me. Text me at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, the Oilers also re-signing Alex Chason. Kara added some additional thoughts on what Chason means to the team. Everybody on the team uh, had a feel for him. Uh, right, right out of camp and into uh, the first few games of the regular season. Uh, you know, right away he wasn't he wasn't in the lineup, but as the as the season went on, he you know he always he always worked on his game. What made him effective, and when he had that opportunity, I think uh, you know it's 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 awesome to see he he took full advantage of it, and uh, you know and now he's. Now he's back with the club, and I think uh, everybody, everybody in the dressing room is excited to have him back. He's just—he's a—he's a guy you want in the dressing room, a guy that knows how to win, a guy uh, you know that's always there helping uh, younger guys, and yeah, he's—he's he's great to have in the dressing room for us. All right, that's Jujar Kara talking about Alex Chason again. Realistically, tell me your thoughts. What is Kara? Is he a fourth liner? Is he a fourth line wing? Could he possibly become a fourth line center? Could he be a guy that in time becomes a third line winger? Let us know. Texas on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out of Fort Saskatchewan. 1220 in Edmonton. Off to a break. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. 
It is 12-23 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Dayton Abbott with you on Oilers Now. NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Get the hottest branded items for the summer like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, outdoor games, and more. Elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, uh, Kyle Dubas stayed busy for the Maple Leafs, signing Alex Kerfoot to a four-year extension with a $3.5 million cap hit, and Cody Ceci as well. Uh, that's a one-year deal worth $4.5 million. Uh, former Jets rear guard Ben Sherratt has signed in Montreal three years at three and a half per and Christian Wolainen signed in Ottawa again two years at 900,000 per uh, the Canucks inking uh, 2013 second rounder Justin Bailey to a one year two way contract Anthony Stolarz has signed in Anaheim on a one year deal and former Duck Adam Cracknell and former WHL standout Adam Haluka both signing in the KHL today reports indicate that Mark Mathot right now is pondering retirement in this offseason. And finally, Edmonton's Vernon Fiddler has returned to the Kelowna Rockets, this time as an assistant coach. He played three of his four WHL seasons there. Vern Fiddler is one of the best guys you would ever meet. Like, he's just a high-energy, positive guy, and uh, a lot of people when he was 18 and 19 in the Western League did not think that uh, he would ever make it to the uh, National Hockey League. Brendan, did you ever see when Vern Fiddler mocked Kevin Bieksa? And he had, it was the, it, you can, actually, you know what I'd like you to do? Just because, hey, we're in the summer months now. Have a little bit of fun with our Twitter account. Um, it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see. And Elaine Vigneault just loses it. But Vern Fiddler uh, basically mimics how BX skates around the ice looking to get some uh, things stirred up. It was, a, it was a really, really funny time. All right, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30 on our Heartland Ford text line. Uh... This text comes in. I asked about uh, Jujar uh, Kara. Jared out of Red Deer says, Bob, I think uh, JJ's ceiling could be a third-line center. We'll know after this uh, uh, after this season from Jared. Uh, another text comes in out of Lloyd Minster. It says, Bob, J- JJ is big. He's got offensive upside. Okay. Uh, he can have a mean streak and play aggressively if called upon. If the Oilers would let him play and give him more minutes, I think he could be at 12 to 15, or he could get 12 to 15 goals, put him on the third line, and also uh, make him a shutdown guy. I think everybody uh, would be surprised. Go Oilers. Uh, Andrew's texting us from Sudbury, Ontario. Bob, the ceiling for Jujar Kara is Ethan Morrill. He could be a third-line winger uh, if the stars align, but don't pencil him in yet. You can text us at 630-630. I honestly think he's uh, comparable to Zach Cassian, so I'd even like to see Kara with McDavid once in a while to see what happens, but for sure a third-liner. That one comes to us from Adam can text us at 630-630. Fourth-line winger on a Stanley Cup-caliber team for Kara out of Smoky Lake, Alberta, can play up the lineup if injuries arise. Uh, Hey, we're getting some texts coming in on Vern Fiddler. Bob, I grew up with Vern. He was a good player. Never thought he was destined for the bigs. He had a solid career. Wish he would have played for the Oilers. Well, he almost did sign in Edmonton, going back several years now. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630. Dino from Edmonton says, Hey, Bob, just curious what you think ends up happening in Calgary with their notable RFAs. Well, do they have one or two? I know they have Kachuk. Is Bennett an RFA too? I don't think Bennett's an RFA. Uh, I'd have to take a look at that right now. Calgary will get it done. Again, you can text us at 630-630.
on our Heartland Ford text line. Uh, Bob, I'd like to see the Oilers put together a solid shutdown line, be it a third or fourth line that can play against any team's uh, top line. I think Gigi would be a great winger on that line and on the penalty kill, playing with grit and dropping gloves when needed. Thanks. Another text uh, out of Edmonton. Uh, that was from Kurt who texted the show. Uh, I definitely think, boy, there's a lot of, uh, here it is right here. Bennett, Kachuk, and Riddick are all RFAs. I'm sure Calgary's got the money. Bob, does Colby Cave have a shot at making the team this year? Yes, but there's no guarantee that's going to happen. He's going he's gonna to have to compete. For, if, there, if, if Ken Holland can get two more forwards, Colby Cave is going to be pushed hard to, to stay on the team. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, I love JJ. He busts his tail every shift. Always. There you go. And this text comes in out of Edmonton saying, Bob, uh, Jijar Kara looks like a third-line winger with a diverse skill set, PK guy, and sometimes a second power play unit. I okay. I, I don't know if he's a power play guy. Bob, Jijar Kara can be a 15-goal, 30-point uh, Third-line power forward. Great signing for the Oilers. Man, there's a lot of love for Kara out there. That's uh, that's interesting to me. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, Bob, what are your thoughts on, on the fourth period, by the way, report of L.A. being interested in Yesa Pugliarvi from Jordan? I'd be a little... I'd never want to outright dismiss somebody else's report. I'd be a little bit surprised by that. But he is in their wheelhouse of they want to get younger and they want to get better. And uh, Paul Yarby does have upside. He, You know, the failure with Paul Yarby, there's a certain percentage that has to be applied to the Oilers organization, a certain percentage that has to be assigned to Paul Yarby's, I'll use the term, camp. 129 off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.